Hello, and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast today. Please remember to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. Because that helps me out, and I'd really be appreciative of it. Thank you for downloading it. And thank you in advance for telling all of your friends. Um, yeah, that's basically all I wanted to say about that. Uh, you can email me, mctaggartattack at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at KevMcT. You can find me on Instagram at mctaggartattack and TikTok at mctaggartattack. You can find my YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I don't really put much on the YouTube channel. I don't know. I'm... I. Look, I have a full-time job that I don't really like that much anymore, but I will get into that later on in the podcast. But it's just hard for me to put out so much fucking content in a day, or let alone a fucking week. So sometimes I forget. Maybe I don't want to put out videos all the fucking time on the YouTube channel, but go ahead and subscribe to the goddamn YouTube channel. Please. Anyway, and uh, there's also the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast where you can also, you know, find me and talk to me and send me words of encouragement or tell me, give me suggestions on how to fix my life. I don't fucking know. But yeah, thank you for all of this. Uh, This week's episode, I have... um, Four topics to talk about. Four things I talk about. I, I'm going to talk about... Uh, I might not have it in this order, but I'm hoping it will be in this order because I record them all separately now. I don't know why. I'm always evolving the podcast. I'm, I think you should always evolve as a person. So like, I'm always changing the way I do the podcast, and I think I, I think the podcast is getting better now. I've got some good reviews from people... Uh, from the last episode that I did like this, which was last week, because I'm only putting this out once a week now. That's why there's like four topics this week all mashed in together, where I just talk about things. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think of everything that you hear today. But yeah, the four things I'm going to talk about is uh, asking for help, um, where I'm at, at trying to become the world's best comedian. And uh, two Pearl Jam related topics. I talk about their new single, Dance of the Clairvoyance. And I talk about whether or not I got tickets to a Pearl Jam concert on their upcoming tour. Yes, I'm not going to tell you now. You have to listen later on in the podcast for me to fucking tell you what happened. So you just have to listen for yourself there. And I think that's all I'm going to talk about in this podcast this week that comes out on Tuesdays. Unless I want to put it on on a Monday. I don't know. This one might come out on Monday instead. If you're listening to it on Monday, then you know that it came out on Monday. But if it comes out on Tuesday, then you know it came out on Tuesday. But I might just stick to Tuesday. Tuesday is probably a better day. Tuesday and Wednesday. Back to back. Got some good... Download numbers. Not that I should care about download numbers, but I care about download numbers. Because I want people to download this. I'm not putting it out here for my health. But sometimes I feel like it is for my health. Maybe I should just put it out for my health. That's my only goal. 
I only want to put out good content. And I think this is this is a good episode, I think. I get angry a couple times. People like listening to me get to get angry, which is fine. Just tell your friends. That's all I ask. And um, after the music will be the first topic. Whatever the fuck it is. I don't remember. One thing I think I need to learn to do is to um, ask for help. I don't feel like, I mean, well, let me rephrase or start over. Not really start over, but um, one thing I've read in self-help books, in this one self-help book, uh, the Jen Sincero uh, you're a badass books. Um, she says that it's perfectly okay to ask for help. And I'm getting reminded of that. I was reminded of that because I host uh, up to... Th- it's three open mics now during the month. Uh, first and third Wednesday. Blah, first and third Monday. In Lebanon, New Hampshire. And then it's going to be the fourth Tuesday in Hanover, New Hampshire. And I get pretty tired after hosting these open mics. Like, I was pretty tired last night after after hosting the open mic. Because I, I, I just think, you know, I set it up. I host it. And I'm thinking I'm going to ask other people to host it. Because that will help develop skills in other comics. And it will also um, unburden me from having to host it too. Because hosting, hosting any comedy thing, be it a show or an open mic, is exhausting. Because you're walking around constantly. You're trying to make sure that the next comic knows that they're supposed to go up. You're worried that the other com- the next comic might not go up. And then you have to make sure that the comic that's up there knows that they have a minute left. And it's pretty fucking hard when they don't even look at the fact that you're waving at them and putting up one finger. And you don't want to change it to a middle finger because you don't want to be rude to the comic on stage. But at the same time, you want to be rude to the comic on stage. But it's dawned on me that, like, I I need to, like, not host the open mic every week. Like, I will uh, probably host the Hanover one because that's once a month. But but with the Lebanon one being two times a month, I'm going to let someone else host it uh, from time to time. Probably, Probably every time, you know? That's that's probably important. Uh, but with the Hanover one, I'm going to host that one since that one's just starting. But the Lebanon one is established. And um, I think it's... I'm, I, I just... It just wipes me out and makes me tired. And I just need to have other people host that open mic. And so I need to ask for help. Need to You need to have the presence of mind. You have to be... 
don't be scared to ask for help. That's what I'm trying to say here, because that's what I feel like at times. I'm, I'm scared to ask for help because I'm afraid of what people will think. Well, who gives a fuck what people will think? If you need help with something, ask for help for something. That's the way it fucking works. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm trying to say here is don't be afraid to ask for help. It's perfectly okay to ask for help. Even when you're trying to do self-help and improve yourself, you have to have the presence of mind to listen to your body and understand that you that you can't do everything all of the time. You need to ask for help to do things. Cuz it's sometimes it's better to ask for help to have someone else do it to help you, you know, that, that unburdens you, you know, and it's just, you know, make sure that you ask for help. And that's basically it. Just remember to ask for help. It's important to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And yeah, that's just, don't be afraid to ask for help is what I'm trying to ask. You know, I need to learn to be better at asking for help because I just want to do stuff on my own. I think I can do it. And I don't want to I don't want to ask for help. I don't want to denigrate myself by asking for help. But I'm not denigrating myself by asking for help. I'm asking for help because I need help. And I'm not I'm too scared sometimes to ask for help for things. Mostly because I don't trust people. But I need to trust people and ask for help. And everybody should have the courage to ask for help. So, um, let's see. Over a year ago, I left a job. Because of um, the toxic work environment. I, I was really fed up with working there. Um, it, we'd have, they'd force us to stay late. And that made me hate you know, working there even more. Because I want to do stand-up comedy. And I, I would, I've missed open mics because I stayed late, late at work because I didn't have a choice and um, even though I worked hard for eight hours a day apparently that wasn't enough for these people and that frustrated me and I knew like I was working a job ever since I I started doing comedy back in 2014 I I knew I was working a job that I didn't want to have I was just working a job that I was working. I didn't like my job anymore. And I hated it. And I thought I needed to get out of that department that I was in. So I uh, applied and went to a different place. And it was great. It for like the first time in years, I... I... Uh, liked coming to work and I had bosses have a boss who 
treats me great, thinks I'm doing a great job, helps me out. She's she's positive, and I'm very appreciative of that. And it, it's great to be called into my supervisor's office and be told that I'm doing a great job instead of being told about what I'm doing wrong. You know, it's it's good. I'm still getting used to that. I still have PTSD from my old department. Constantly being told that I'm not doing good enough. I'm not doing well enough. I need to get better. I need to work harder. Blah, 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 blah. And that annoyed me. And it's great to be in a job now where... You know, I feel appreciated and I, 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 I had liked coming to work, but as I learned about more work drama that was going on there, it made me not like it there that much anymore. But I'm not sure that's exactly the reason because, I mean, the only reason why I don't like it is because... I know that's not what I want to do with my life. I want to be the best stand-up comedian in the world. That's the ultimate goal. And I intend to get there someday. I want to get there someday. I want to get to that level someday. And I need to do whatever it takes to get to that level. Working harder. Working harder, basically. I was going to say be funnier, but I mean... Funny is subjective. You can think one comic is funny and one think another comic isn't funny when they're both as funny. Being funny is subjective. Working harder is the only thing you can do. And I found myself recently realizing that, you know, I'm thinking, well... I've been doing comedy for five or six years now. When's my time? And I realized a few minutes ago, actually, that that's, I'm still new. Yes, I've been doing stand-up comedy for six years, but that's, that doesn't mean anything. Sorry, the phone rang and I had to go answer it, but... It's like, I've only been doing stand-up comedy for six years. I'm still new. I can't just be all, you know, I've been doing it for this long, and when is someone going to notice me? It doesn't, it's not how it fucking works. And I have to get accustomed to, to that fact, that that's not how it fucking works. And I just have to work harder, I think, is basically what, I, what I've come to, you know, work harder. You know, don't, don't have this idea in my head that, that I'm due for something. When I'm not due for shit, the only way that I'm going to get noticed is if I work harder and I'm going to try to do that. Like, I... I mentioned how my current job, I, I do like my job, but 
when it comes to like other things that happen at work, like like my my goals in life are stand up comedy related. When I'm asked what my goals are at work, I'm like, I don't really have any. My goals at work are to stay here and pay my bills. But I don't want to do that because I, I, I don't want to stay at a job where I feel like I'm half-assing it. You know, and the reason why I'm half-assing it is because it's not what I want to do. And I feel like the only way that I'm going to work harder is if I had more time available in comedy or if I like found like a job that like helped my stand-up comedy skills enhance or improve, you know, like something like that, you know, something where I'm more in front of the public, you know, maybe like a customer service type thing. I don't know. Or, event coordinator or something like that or maybe I should try to be on the radio or something like that that work in radio working in radio sounds like something I'd always wanted to do you know and it's just just something I want to I need to explore I want to do a job that I like coming to work to do and I also want to do a job that can help enhance my stand-up comedy and I also need to get over the whole oh I've been doing this for six years when the fuck is it my turn if you've if you're complaining about your stand-up comedy career and you've been doing it less than 10 years shut the fuck up and keep working and I'm saying that to myself and I'm also saying that to anybody who's listening 10 or 20 years like I remember a few years ago, I still remember this. I was listening to, I think it was the Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick. And he was talking to um, uh, uh, Lewis Black. And Lewis Black was talking about, like, it took him, like, over a decade to get his voice. You know? It took him over a decade for him. For him to find his voice in comedy. And I've only been doing this shit for six years. I still have a long fucking way to go. I'm not going to get there. I can't exp- I don't want to like have instant fame. I want it to be earned. I want to work hard for it. Do I want to get... Do I want comedy to be a full-time gig? Absolutely. I would love to have a job where... I could use my stand-up comedy skills or do something fun. Like, I, I like creating content on social media. I want to find a job doing that. You know, I think I could do a good job with that. There's other things. Like, I just I just need to sit down and figure out what I like to do and try to make money doing what I like to do. Be it stand-up comedy or something else. I still... My ultimate goal is still to be the best stand-up comedian in the world. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to work hard to try and do that. And yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I, mean, I, I just need to get my head out of my ass and start working harder. I was working harder for a little while there, for a few years ago. But then 
Work gets in the way, life gets in the way, whatever. Nothing can get in the fucking way now. I'm tired of things getting in the way. I need to do what I need to do to make myself happy and do what I want to fucking do. And I just have to get off my ass and start doing it. Yeah. This past Wednesday, January 22nd, Pearl Jam put out their first new single. Well, I guess it's been about two years since Can't Deny Me, which when they put out Can't Deny Me said that it would be on their forthcoming album. But um, their forthcoming album called Gigaton uh, doesn't have that song on it. Which is fine, because they probably were going to put it on Gigaton, but it probably didn't fit into what the hell they were doing with the album, which is good. Plus, I didn't really like Can't Deny Me that much anyway. But they put out another single uh, that's definitely on the album, and it's called uh, Dance of the Clairvoyance. And it is... By far, um, one of the most different sounding Pearl Jam songs I've ever heard. You know, uh, it certainly is one of the most different Pearl Jam songs that I've ever heard. Uh, that's because that's what always annoyed me with anyone who doesn't like Pearl Jam. They say, oh, all their music sounds the same. First of all... That's a common complaint about any band, that all of their music sounds the same. They have a sound that people like. So they're going to keep doing it that way. So get the fuck over it. Stop that stupid fucking argument when you say, Oh, all their music sounds the same. Shut up. Shut up. Just... Yeah, just just stop that. But like, yeah, this one certainly sounds different than any other Pearl Jam song I've ever heard, I think. I can't think of any other songs that like, yeah, this, what's, uh, Who You Are from the No Code album sounds different. There's a lot of songs on the No Code album that sound different than what they usually do, you know? And uh, maybe the binaural record had a lot of songs that sound different than what they usually do. And this this song, Dance of the Clairvoyance, is one of their most different sounding songs I've ever heard. I, I'm not a fan of the, the talking heads. I mean, I'm not, I don't say I hate them. I don't like, I mean, I've just never listened to them. I don't appreciate them that much. But like, that's the vibe I got from Eddie Vedder's vocals on the single and it just it just sounds like a very different song than I've ever heard and I loved it I've been listening to it I I don't know how many times I've listened to the song now 
it's it's got to be at least 30 40 times maybe i might be long or short on that but yeah no i really like the song i um i, I the the lyrics are interesting i think the lyrics can be taken a lot of ways there's a lot of positive things that you can take out of the lyrics and i feel like that there's some political stuff in the lyrics as well because uh, when it says that one man isn't bigger than the sun, you know, that's that's a lyric that speaks to me politically. And it's just a very interesting album, a very interesting song. And I look forward to hearing what the rest of the album will sound like when that comes out on March 27th. And, well, that's the good news that I got from Pearl Jam uh, this week. Now, after this musical interlude, which is not Pearl Jam, I will get to the bad news of what came about from Pearl Jam this week. Dun-dun-dun! So, the bad news, the bad Pearl Jam news I got this week was uh, last weekend I got the email that my uh, lottery admission to try to get a ticket, one ticket, one ticket, one ticket to the Madison Square Garden show on March 30th, the Pearl Jam concert. Uh, I got rejected. I didn't make it. I didn't uh, get one of the tickets. One ticket. That's all I wanted was one fucking ticket to Madison Square Garden. Didn't get it. And then there was a fan, verified fan pre-sale that was happening on Thursday, the 23rd, that I thought I was going to get, that I thought I had already qualified for, that I thought I'd already, like, done but I guess my stupid ass forgot to register for that. Because I just thought, oh, I'm in the fan club. I'll get it through the 10 club. You know? 10 club, the, the Pearl Jam, the official Pearl Jam fan club. I'll get it on that. I won't have to worry about the verified fan thing. And then, of course, I missed the fucking deadline to submit for the verified fan club fucking thing. And didn't qualify for that fucking presale. So then... The, the, the general tickets went on sale Friday the 24th. And I'm trying through the Ticketmaster app to get my tickets. And when I get into the room, it says that there's 2,000 plus people ahead of me. And I'm like, all right, I'm leaving the app open while I'm in my medical terminology class at work. And like keeping an eye on it, keeping an eye on it. Still says I'm 2,000 freaking people. The list is dwindling down and dwindling down. And then like, it gets down to zero and says, oh, please wait. And it's still circling and telling me, you know, blah, 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 that, you know, just wait. Tickets should be available soon. Oh, and I'm like excited and nervous and pessimistic and thinking I'm not going to get any fucking tickets. And then I go out of that window and find out, oh, the tickets were sold out. Pro Jam changed things around this year with with the 
with all of the pre-sales, like the fan club and then the verified fan club thing on the 23rd. It was all done through Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster sucks. This is the first time I've really had to deal with Ticketmaster in quite a few years. And I was not accustomed to how the fuck all of this shit worked with Ticketmaster. I mean, Pearl Jam, I thought, had a lawsuit against Ticketmaster years ago. And I understand that they still have a relationship with Ticketmaster because that's the way things fucking go. But it's just so fucking stupid that I had to deal with Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster totally screwed me over. And it's just fucking frustrating. Yes, I understand that there was just one Madison Square Garden show, which is probably hard for most people to get into anyway, because the arena doesn't seat like maybe 15,000 fucking people. So it's just goddamn irritating that I can't get one ticket to the fucking Pearl Jam concert that I wanted to fucking go to, and I was picky about it, and I just wanted to go to that fucking show, but I couldn't go to that fucking show because it was just so goddamn motherfucking frustrating that Ticketmaster has... Such a goddamn monopoly on this stupid ass shit. Now I'm probably gonna try to go on like to Vivid Seats or something and get a Pearl Jam ticket that way. But I'm probably gonna have to pay twice as fucking much money on it. And it's just gonna be frustrating. And I don't know what the fuck to do about it. But I love Pearl Jam. So I'm probably gonna go end up seeing them in Madison Square Garden for like 300 fucking dollars in the nosebleed seats. Because I'm such a fucking addict and love their music so much. Because it changed my life and brought me out of my shell and all this stupid fucking shit, and it's just goddamn irritating. <sighs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Please remember to um, follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at McTaggart Attack. Email me McTaggartAttack at gmail.com and uh, please Thank you for listening, and please share, subscribe, and review this podcast, because that will really help me out if you do that. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe and review and all that shit, and if you have an extra Pearl Jam ticket, I fucking want it! And that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking. <laughs>